Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Samach Ches in Erevin. All right, we left off at the uh, fifth line on the page. Amalei Rabba Bar Hanan Labaya. We had a discussion yesterday about a baby whose water uh, at the bris milah, the water spilt. So um, they told him, uh, Rabba said, uh, bring some water from my yard. Remember? And um, from my house, bring it. Abaya said, well, we didn't make an Erev. What about the shituf? There's no shituf either. So he says, tell a guy to bring it. So Abaya let him do it. And then he asked, well, what about the Tzamir Lakim is a shvus? And here we're apparently we're not talking about where it's a sakana for the baby. It's after the bris. We'll talk about that. That after the bris, it's a sakana for the baby. Before, it's only questionable. So it's not really a sakana yet. So, but it's better to have it. So uh, he said, what about Amir Lakim is a shvus? So he said, yeah, well, that's different between when you're doing a Misa. In other words, when you're doing a Misa, like you're doing sprinkling, you're doing a Misa, that's is a shvus. There, the Rabbanan answered it. But over here, we're talking about a, a shvus, which doesn't involve a Misa. If you learn like Rashi, where we say, we didn't tell him to actually do an Isser, the Orisa of cooking the water on Shabbos, which would be also for a Jew to do, would be a Mocha Daraisa. But I, the, if you don't have that Girsa, uh, that uh, the issue is not that the uh, that it's uh, not a Misa, uh, not an Isra Daraisa versus an Isra Daraisa. The Misa is an Isra Daraisa, but rather there's no Misa. If you don't have that Girsa, like you, like uh, the Bach takes out the the Damarlo lo Amar lo Zelachem. The issue is not cooking it out. The issue is did you tell the guy did did you do a mice in the case of Hazor of the sprinkling of the of the para of the May para Duma on Shabbos? There you're doing a mice. you're sprinkling over here. You're just telling the guy and the guy would bring it. In any case, that was his issue that he that he raised. That isn't Amir Lakam, and the Amir Lakam isn't such a bad Amir Lakam. That's why he allowed it. But now the Gemara is going to look at the story itself. What happened here is Abayah said, uh, Rabbah said, well, we, we just, can't you just take it from my house into the Chatzar where the baby was or whatever, the baby was in the same Chatzar, take it out. He says, no, we didn't make an Erev. And there's no Shittuf. We didn't make a Mavui either. We didn't make a Shittuf and a Mavui. Amr Rabbah Rachana Labayah, Mavui, this betray Gavi Ravrik Rabbanan, a Mavui, uh, an alley that is surrounded by chatseris and houses in which these two great rabbis live, Rabbah and Abaye. There's no Erev there. It's proper to do an Erev. Lo Erev, lo Shittuf. Amalei, my Navas Abaye said, what can I do? Marlo, Urcha, it's not, Rabbah, the main rabbi, the chief rabbi, it wouldn't be proper for him to go around asking everybody to contribute to the Shittuf to bring, to put some food in there. Uh, the, to, to collect it. And I'm not treated son. I'm too busy learning. I don't have time to do it. So nobody took care of it. The other people there, you know, they didn't pay any attention. They didn't care. Uh, they didn't, the other people weren't such uh, and they didn't take care of it. So the Gemara says, Why can't he just give them, okay, fine. They didn't all contribute. So why doesn't he contribute himself? Let him put some bread in a basket. And that should always be the error of every week. Why didn't he do it that way? In other words, rather than being busy all the time, so make a make a uh, a, a basket, and uh, every week your bread will be in there, and that's what you give. He says, "Kiven the boilei minoi v'lo Well, the point is of, of an error is that it's a common food; it belongs to everybody. And if they would want to take some of the food, I wouldn't be able to support them each and every week. Maybe once in a while, but I can't give them the food each and every week. So since I wouldn't be able to. It would be bottle. Says, keeping the boy, the boy, I mean, if they want some, I can't supply them every week with bread. 
and I wouldn't be able to give it to them. So bottle sheet if the shit of itself is bottle. In other words, because it's meaningless. The whole idea is that everybody could partake, anybody could take if they want. But I can't supply them with everybody, and nobody there's nobody like I said, Rob and I are too busy. He it's not doesn't pass for him. He's a he's the chief rabbi and I'm busy learning. There's nobody gonna take care of it. Which is what usually happens. If one person doesn't take care of something, it doesn't get done, right? If you have it done by committee, nothing gets done. So bottle, Let's say one of the people in the Mavui says, I'd like some of the wine or the oil which with with which they made the Mavui, with which they made the uh, the Arab. I'd like to take some Velonas and they didn't give it to him. Bottle Ashita, it's bottle because obviously it's a fake. It's uh, it's not re- it's not real. If it really was a proper era, if it would belong to everybody, they could take. So if you can't, if no, if not everybody in the uh, mavui or in the uh, chutzer uh, has the ability to take some of the food, it's not a proper era. So the gemara now says One of the ways we'll see you made a shittav is usually with wine. That's what they usually did. The shittav is usually done with wine. So let's say they took some bad wine or vinegar, which was like, in, in, you, you know, today we make vinegar straight, but they, those days, uh, usually the vinegar was simply wine that went bad. So he says, fine, so take a barrel of vinegar and, uh, the, and assign like, you know, like one quarter or a revius, like a revius alog, just like a quart or a small amount, uh, and that'll be the shituf. In other words, uh, you could take from your, you take one of your barrels that you supply vinegar with for your household needs, and uh, they'll use a little bit and assign a little bit in that barrel for, uh, for them. In other words, anyway, you have a, a barrel of vinegar. So uh, put your barrel in the chutzer, leave your barrel in the chutzer from which you supply yourself and assign one revius in there. So it's Tanya in Mishvat Mechatzer. The answer about so you can't do it in something which is stored because this is the problem of Brera. Because what are you going to say if uh, you don't know which which amount of liquid in this barrel they actually is it really assigned for the Erev or the Shituf. And if they take some from there, you know, like you don't mind if they take some, some vinegar. That's not expensive and it's not a big loss to you, right? So, because um, uh, there's not a paid on that. You don't care about that. Yes, but you don't know if it's gone. You don't know when they take vinegar out of there. Is that the vinegar which is assigned for the Shituf or is that the vinegar that's your personal vinegar? You don't know. So therefore, and we hold Ein Brera. In other words, you can't say that when after they took after they took it out, Igloi Milsa, that that's not the part of the of the Shituf, and therefore the Shituf continues to exist from week to week, right? Uh, you don't know which one is not, which one's not. And Bechim Mestak Medrash says maybe the Shituf is gone. You don't know. I have a Tanya Mishtat. In another case, we learned that you could make a Shituf that way with a barrel of vinegar, and assuming that a Ravius in the barrel is is for the Shituf. And when somebody takes it out of there, you'll assume that that's not, they didn't use up the sheet if they took the other vinegar in there. And the, and the vinegar stays, the, the, the uh, uh, revius of vinegar, the small amount of vinegar in the barrel, which you assign to the sheet of, always stays there and it doesn't leave. And therefore you can carry all the time into the chutzah or into the mavui. Amravoshi lo kasha, that's not a kasha. One says there is no bray, one says there is a machlokas. 
Habasham Beisil. So Ravoshia says it's a machlokas Basham Beisil whether we say Brera. And we've had Brera in many cases. The most famous probably is a case where, you know, you didn't get a chance to take Tumas Mises before Shabbos. So you said that uh, right before, right at Shabbos started, you said, I'll tell the Tumas Mises that I take on Sunday should be from the barrel. And when you take it out on Sunday, it's a glory of the Muslim Afreya that you, you took Tumas Mises. And the other wine that you drank on Shabbos was Hulan, was regular Hulan, not Tevil anymore. So there's a whole machlokas we had about that. You remember with the old Brera or Ainbrera, can you do that or you can't do that? And some say, no, it could very well be that you hold a Brera, but you don't want to do that because if the barrel breaks at the end of Shabbos, you never took Trumas or Meisers, it'll come out that you ate Tevel. Whatever, they had that whole discussion. So here he says, the machlokas b'shami, so that's Ravoshi's opinion. Where is another example of Brera? Hameis v'bayis, if there's a dead person in the house on Shabbos. Not even Dafka on Shabbos, let me give Shabbos or not. Uh, and there's a lot of doorways in the house. They're all tummy because you don't know which house is going to, which door it's going to come from. Now Rashi says that's a, there's no svara for this. It's Allah that that's Allah of Tumah. That if you don't know which, which, if there's a dead person in the house and there are many doors and you don't know which one he's going to come out from, or they're going to take him out to bury him, they're all tummy. The doorways are all tummy. Right? We're not, we're not even talking about the house, the room in which he is, of course. Uh, the, any anybody in or anything in that house is tummy because it's in the oil of a mess. But even in the in the doorway, the area there, any kalim in the door are also tummy. Niftach uh, man. Let's say one of the doors was open, and like that was the one that he's obviously going to come out from. Then who tummy b'kohen tarim? Then then only that one's tummy. In other words, before he died, one of the doors was open. They're going to take him out from there. Then the other one's a tar. Chishuv lotzio man. If he just thought about taking from one of them, a chalon that's four by four, also is considered an area, like a window, which you could take him out. Then you're going to take him out of that one. As if, he had, if his intention was that he's going to take it out of one particular door, even if one door wasn't open, but his intention was that's also good. That's only if he thought about it before the guy died. Before the guy died, and he says, okay, I'm going to take him out of that one. Okay, only that one is Tomei. Basil says, even after he died. How does it work after he died? After he died, at the point of death, is aren't they all tummy automatically? Because according to this sheet, the Basil says, no, yesh brera. When you come out, when you took him out of the door, if you're going to take him out of door number one, eventually, it turns out that that's what, even, even after he died, if you had intention that way, it turns out retroactively, it was as if your intention was before he died. That's the idea of brera. So, what he's saying is very simple. The question that he asked Abaya was, why don't you take a barrel of vinegar and, and assign one revius to be your permanent uh, uh, shituf or, or uh, eruv, and, uh, and anybody wants, they'll take from the other stuff which you're not so mockbit about. The answer is, we don't know which, 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 um, which revius of the barrel they're actually using up. Maybe they actually use the, uh, the, real, the one that's the shituf. Why? Because Embraer, we don't know. So you can't say glory Muslim Afreya. So we're saying now then that according to this, uh, Abaya was going like like uh, Beshamai, who says Aim Brera, because Basil says Yesh Brera in the case of the of the mess. So Lachora, so Tos Desakasha. So it comes out Abaya went like Basham like Basil. The answer is Abaya doesn't learn like Ravoshia. Ravoshia says it's Machlit Basham Basilo. But according to Abaya, no, Basham Basil both agree Aim Brera. And the sheet of Yesh Brera is a different sheet than somebody else, but they both agree that it's Aim Brera. So that's how you, that's how you resolve Abaya, because we always want to say that we go like Beis Hillel, not like Beis Shammai. That was the story there. Anyway, that's why they couldn't make an Erev. 
Abayah said, why didn't they have an Erev? And that whole story with the, with the baby, uh, with the Mila, why didn't they have an Erev there? Because Rabbah was the Mard Asra. It didn't pass for him to go around asking people to donate. And, uh, and Abayah was too busy learning. And, could, and, he, and didn't, it didn't make sense to leave a barrel there of his own vinegar, and you'll say that, uh, you don't mind if they take his vinegar and part of the barrel's vinegar will be for the sheet of, because maybe that'll be destroyed, maybe that'll be used up and you won't have an error there, so they couldn't rely on such an error. Okay, so that's the, um, that's the story as we have it. Now, another story. Another story with a baby, a baby about to be mild, about to have a, a circumcision, and it's hot water spilled out. Let's ask its mother. It's Sricha, if she needs water, it was on Shabbos. So Nachman and Nachri will have the guy heat it up for her. Here he says he says he'll actually actually heat it up for, for her. Now what's going on? I give you in other words, Nachmle will, will heat up for the for the the Nachri the guy will heat up for the baby. Agav Ime together with the mother. In other words, if the mother needs some, we'll need it. We have to ask the mother. So we're speaking over here where the mother was in a state. There's a Shiloh. What at what stage does she need hot water if she asks for it? Uh, she's considered makam sakana after birth, a woman after giving birth. Depends on which day it is, etc. But here we're talking about, obviously, it's on the eighth day. It's the day of the bris. And it was on Shabbos. So he said, ask the mother if that's the case. What do you mean? The mother doesn't need any hot water over here. She's eating dates. Obviously, she's feeling good. In other words, she doesn't need any hot water to keep her going. It could be that she's just in a stupor. She's in a wild state. She doesn't know what she's doing. But it could be that she is sick and she needs the hot water because of that. Why don't you just heat up the hot water for the baby if the baby is misukan? So Tosis and Gittin says that we must be speaking about before the bris. In other words, if after the bris, the baby looks like he's possibly going to be very sick, then you can hit, then it's a sakonostafashis. Obviously, you can heat up water for anybody if it's sakonostafashis. But before the bris, and that was really the problem with the previous story that we started with yesterday, we the story with Rabba and Abaye. If it was a sakana, what's the issue? I mean, heat up some water for the baby. The answer is speaking about before the bris. Before the bris, it wasn't considered a sakana. Only after the bris, it might it might be a sakana. So they usually prepared hot water. But if they didn't uh, need it at the end, they didn't need it. But if there was a way to get around it easily, like just asking a guy to bring some water, so they were allowed They were allowed to do that because Amir Lakam is not a shmus, especially when it came to a possible situation where he might not be, the baby might uh, have, a, have a problem. And it didn't involve any mice. So he just told the guy to do it. So we're makel over there, just like we find in other cases that you're makel on uh, uh, the concept of Mir Lakam Mokam Mitzvah, uh, their mantra. For example, because of Yeshiv Eretz Yisrael, uh, uh, their, their mantra, Mir Lakam. And Mir Lakam is an Isra Drabonan. And the Rabbonan were mantra in certain cases, just like we see by Erevin. The whole Isra is an Isra Drabonan. And they were moderate, they always went lakula. So same thing over here, that Amir Lakim is a shvus, but we're mako when it comes to certain halachas. So, what do we come out with in this story? That uh, ask the mother, if the mother needs it, so we're talking where the mother's also in a sakana, as it depends on the day. Certain days after birth, we say she's automatically in a sakana, and certain days we have to ask her. Because if, there's, if there's, there's a certain time when even if you ask her and she says, uh, I need uh, water, we don't listen to her. So it depends on the situation. So here we're speaking about in a case where if the mother did feel, if the mother seemed to be in a sakana, you would heat it up for her. And therefore, you could, you, with, the, uh, with the child's, you can heat up the, uh, with the mother's, you can heat up the child's also. How we look at another story, a third story, another story with a baby whose hot water spilt right before the bris. So Rabbi said like this, 
Rabbi says, I've got hot water. I've got a, you know, a kettle going hot water in my chutzr. But the problem is that the baby's in a different chutzr. Take a look now at uh, illustration number 237. Take a look at 237. Let's look at the diagram first, and we'll see the Gemara inside, and we'll see the, uh, the picture. We're on page 79, the bottom picture, 237. That's the only uh, illustration of today. Now, you see over here uh, in the uh, right side, in the right side, that's where, uh, that's where uh, Rava lived. Right? This is the story was, was with Rava. So Rava lived in that house. Now, Rava had, you see the barrel, that was the barrel in the hut, so that's the hot water. Now, he lived in the front section where it says Begavri, where the men lived. The women, Beinashi, lived in the back section, not facing the chutzr. So, the baby was in, a, in an opposite chutzr. In the chutzr, and the, there were two different chutzahers. The houses were in two different chutzahers. Obviously, there were other houses there, too. He's just showing you the individual house. Rubba's house on the right and the baby's house on the left. They didn't make an Erev between the two chutzahers. If there had been an Erev, there would have been no problem then the Jew could have also taken. In other words, the baby on the left side, his water was spilt, and that's where they were doing the bris. And Rava had water in his chutzer in the right, but there was no error between them. So this is what happened. So Rava told them, we'll see, we'll, I'll say it outside. Rava said, listen, take all my stuff from the Begavri where I'm staying, facing the chutzer, and put it in the Beinashi where the women stay in the back. It's more tzniyistic there, the women are in the back. Put my stuff over there. The reasons we'll see, so he shouldn't come to carry out into the chutzer. Why? Because he said like this, take a look now, so you, now that you have that picture, look in the Gemara. Remove all my, my kalim, take all my clothes, etc., from the Begavri, put them in the back room there. The Ezel, the of Hasim, and I'm going to move into the back room. I'm going to move into the back room. The Iftulu HaChatzer. And I'm going to be Mavatul, my Chatzer, my share in the Chatzer, if he had the whole Chatzer, whatever he had, I'm going to mount my Chatzer to them. Okay, in other words, let's assume over here, let's assume uh, like the picture's the way we have it. There was only, there were two different chatzay wrote, and there was one house in each chatzay. Okay, because obviously, I, I guess the case is simpler that way, right? If each house was in a separate chatzay, so <coughs> each house, the chatzay belonged to each of the, to the, to the respective house. Each chatzay belonged to the respective house in its chatzay. So Rabbi said, I'm going to move into the back room, and I'm going to levatel my chatzay to them. I'm, I'm relinquishing my rights in the chutzr. So, and then, if I relinquish my rights to them, and the only, who's them? The family of the baby. They can come and take the, uh, they have the rights now in my chutzr. There's no, uh, we didn't make an Arab, so I'm relinquishing my rights. I'm the only one who has rights in this chutzr. So my rights, their chutzr, their chutzr like becomes part of their, part of their chutzr, so to speak. Um, uh, so that's that's what I'll do, and I'll sit there, and I'm about to my chutzur. Amalei Ravin Rava. Now we'll see why he had to move into the back room in a minute. Amalei Rava. Ivar Meshmul Ein Bush Ein Pitul Rishus Mechasel Chutzur. Still two different chutzeros. There's a wall in between. I'm done with the doorway, but you can, we, we learned yesterday. Shmuel says you can't be mevatel Rishus from Chutzel Chutzur. So if they were in the same chutzur, we understand that. If they were all in one chutzur, not like the picture here, but they were all in one chutzur. And he was Mavatul's which was, okay, we understand now how you can carry the water. The water was already heated up. We're not talking about making hot water. You can carry the hot water from his chutzer into the baby's house, if it was one chutzer. But here it's two different chutzeras, and Rishmul's the same bit So, or Amalahu. So, or Amalahu, I guess he answered, who was, who was it? Amalu uh, Rava. So they, I guess some, uh, somebody answered, oh, Ravina. Ravina said to Rava, 
So Rabbi answered Ravina, We had that two days ago, right? We had Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, That you could be Mavatha from one Chatzah to another, so there's no problem. Right, so why did he, so why did he move his stuff into the back room, into the, uh, into the back room, to make sure that nobody carried his stuff, and that he wouldn't carry his stuff into his Chatzah, because he couldn't carry into the Chatzah anymore, the Chatzah wasn't his. He was Mavatl's Rishus, and, he, and Rabbi Yochan knows he couldn't be Mavatl from one Chatzah to another. So the Gemara says, Ravina said, but if you don't like Shmuel, so why do you have to even bother with all this? Stay where you are. Don't move into the back room. The reason you move into the back room is that once you relinquish your rights in your chutzr, you shouldn't come to the take stuff from your from your house into the chutzr because it's not yours anymore. No, stay where you are. Be mavatul your chutzr for a few minutes, just to allow the time for the people, the family of the baby, to take some take some water from your uh, from your hot water urn or barrel, whatever, and take it there, and then they'll give it back to you. They'll be why do you be mavatul for the whole day? He says, I understand. If you don't hold of Shmuel, so Nesav Mar Beduchte, Venavatul Lahula Dedu, and be Mavatul your share of the Chatzar to them, Venahadrinu Venavatule, and then they'll let them give it back to you. What's the problem? Why? Dumb Rav. Rav's going to say in a few minutes, we're going to see Mavatlan Vachosm Vatlan. Reuven can be Vatul his Rishus to Shimon for a few minutes, and then Shimon can be Vatul it back, do him a favor. So why can't you do that if you don't hold of Shmuel? Shmuel says you can't do that. But if you say you don't hold of Shmuel, so why don't you say that you can be mavatul your shus and then give it back? What do you have to do this whole business about moving it into the women's section and then you have to remove yourself from the chutzner entirely? Why? Just give it back, right? So he says, I know about Shmuel Srile. No, in in the issue of can you be mavatul it and then they be mavatul it back to you? I would like Shmuel. That's a dumber aim about mechazer mavatlin. But when it comes to mavatul mechazer lechazer, I have like Rabbi Yochanan says says so says Ravina to him. He retorted, "Valavchat time isn't the same reason. My time mavatul mechazer mavatul. What's the reason why you can't be mavatul? Then he'll be mavatul back to you. Lab mishum to keep it the butler of Yeshua. Say once you're mavatul Yeshua, says talk me lechagama. You're totally gone. In other words, once you once you remove yourself and you renounce your rights to lechazer, that's it. It's over. You can't get it back. It's like going for the whole Shabbos. So isn't that, the, and that's why you can't be mavatol. In other words, what's the reason why you can't be mavatol? Why mavatol? Then you're like in a different chutzr. Don't the two reasons go together? Why can't you be mavatol and him giving it back to you? Because once you mavatol, you're a shus. You're totally removed from there. And then you're like, it's as if you're in another chutzr. And if you're in another chutzer, you can't be mavatul one chutzer another. In other words, the two things go together. So if you hold like Shmuel that ain't mavatul mechutzer mavatlin, lachari should also hold that ain't mavatul mechutzer lechutzer. He says no. That's the two things are not the same. He says no. So mar nami lo mavatul. So you don't have to be mavatul. In other words, you don't have to be mavatul entirely. Just uh, remove it a little bit. So uh, you don't. You, you, so, so wait. So if you hold like and if you hold like Shmuel, mar nami lo mavatul. Rashi says. In other words, if you hold that ain't mavatul and mechazer mavatlin, presumably that's because once you're mavatul, once you renounce your rights, you're totally removing. You're like in another chutzer and ain't and ain't mavatul mechazer lechutzer like Shmuel. You're saying you hold like Rabbi Elchanan, but you hold like Shmuel because if you hold ain't mavatul mechazer mavatlin, the heart's because when you're mavatul once, you're totally removed. You're like in another chutzer and you can't mavatul from one chutzer to another. So if that's the case, also you shouldn't be able to be mavatul from one chutzer to another chutzer. He says no. I say, Mavatlin, I say, I disagree. 
I say, you can't, if I give it to you, you can't give it back to me, but not because of the reason of, uh, because I'm totally removed and I'm like another chutzr. No, no, no. Even if I'm in another chutzr, I could be mvatl. I hold like Rabbi Elchman, the mvatl chutzr chutzr. Hasamai, the time of the reason why you can't go back and forth is because it shouldn't look like the Chums, oh, I can remove my Chatzar for three minutes while the time it takes you to schlep the water from one room to the other, and then you give it back to me. It looks like the whole thing's a joke. It doesn't look real, right? It's like fake. The reason why I say the, rabbi, the rabbi's rules should not look like a joke and like a mockery. You make a mockery of the rest, oh, the rabbi's just played the shtick, you can go back and forth. That's why I say you shouldn't do it. But I agree, I say, you could be mevatel from one chutzer to another, like I said, I'll move into the back room, and you'll come, I'll my chutzer, you take the water from my chutzer into your chutzer, and that's okay. I say you could do that. But, but I, I also say that if I do it, once I remove myself, I can't remove myself for five minutes or for an hour or for two minutes, and then you give it back to me, because that'll make the whole, all the rules look like a joke. Gufa. Rabba mevatel chutzer. Yeah. How, how does how does him cancelling his uh, relationship to the chutzer immediately next to his uh, place of residence allow him to take it to the chutzer on the other side? He he can't do it. Somebody else could do it. Oh, he, someone else can. Do no, it. that's all idea. No, he's he'll say, "Listen, I have a barrel of water there. I'm gonna I'm gonna be out to my chutzer." As a precaution, I'm going to move my stuff into the back room so once I remove myself from my chutzar, I won't carry anything into the chutzar. Once I remove myself from chutzar, I renounce my rights in the chutzar and give it to the family of the baby and let the family of the baby can come and take it. That's what happens over here. Okay, now... Now, now, Gufa, let's look at this, this idea itself. In other words, I could renounce my rights. You can use it for a while and you can give it back to me. That's what Rav says. They argue in the same machlokas as the Rabban Rablezer back in the second parak. We had this machlokas when you renounce your rights in the Chatzar. What about in the house that you're living? Have you renounced your rights there too? The Rabbanans say you haven't renounced your rights in the house. The house is still yours, but nobody can carry anything from your house into the chutzner, not you and not the other people who you renounced your rights to, right? Because your house is separate. Whereas, uh, whereas uh, Rabbi Lezer says, no, if you renounce your rights in the house, then you, in the chutzner, you've renounced your rights in the house too, and therefore the other people, right? The other people could take it. The people you've renounced your rights to in the chutzur, they can take stuff from your house into the chutzur because the house belongs to them too. Because you can't have, you can't live in a house without a chutzur because you're like stuck, you're like in a prison. So when you renounce your house to, to, to the house, you've also renounced your to the chutzur, you've renounced your rights to the house. So Chara lets maybe Rav and Shmuel have the same machlokas. The Rav, the Amar Karabonam. Rav, who says what? You can renounce your house back and forth. You haven't renounced your rights totally. So if I renounce my house back in the second parak in the Chatzar, haven't renounced my rights in the house, in the house I can stay in. But you can't, nobody, no, not me and not you, nobody could take stuff from my house into the Chatzar. I still have some rights in it. And that's the idea that if I'm evatel my rights, I could also get it back three minutes later because I haven't done it totally. And Shmuel says, no, you can't. Once you've renounced it, that's it. Kills like a blessing because you renounce your rights in that chutzur, you've renounced your rights totally. And, that, and that's why, that's, and Shmuel, that's why he says, because once I've removed, renounced myself, I'm totally out of it. I can't get it back. Those things go together. Now, the Gemara says the Chorah, and we're going to give an answer, but later on we're going to have a Shitu who says, that is the Machlokas. The Rav and Shmuel over here are arguing the Machlokas Rabban and Rabblezer. So, but, but Ravana says, no, um, uh, I'm, 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 not Ravana, Rav says, 
we're giving me an answer. Lachora. So Rav goes like the Rabbonan, and Rav, Lez, uh, Rav goes like um, the, the Rabbonan, who say that you haven't renounced your rights totally. And Shmuel says like Rav Lezer, you have renounced, you've renounced your rights totally. Rav, no, I could even go like Rav Lezer. I'd come like Rav Lezer. The reason why Blazer says over there, if you renounce your house to the, you renounce your rights to the chutzer, you've also renounced your rights to the house because you can't live in a house without a chutzer. So if you have no chutzer, you have no house either. So you're totally removed. But in order, but here we're talking about removing my entire rights totally. Miyamar, he didn't say that. So Rav could say I could be mavatul my chutzer, and you could be, you could be mavatul back to me. I haven't renounced myself totally for the whole Shabbos from the whole thing. Over there, Reb Lezer says for a different reason. Reb Lezer says, if you don't have rights in the chutzr, you have no rights in the house either because you can't live in a house without a chutzr. Who Shmuel Amr, Shmuel will say also. I know that I feel like I can even go like the Rabbanon who say over there, you may not carry from the house into the chutzr. Nobody can after he's, re- after he's renounced his rights in the chutzr. Why? There this guy says, I've renounced my house to the chutzr. So even after the chutzner, he didn't renounce his rights to the house. But but if he has removed himself, that's total. So Shmuel will say, uh, you know, here where the person says, I've renounced my rights to the chutzner, I can't get it back on Shabbos because once I've renounced my rights to the chutzner, that's total for the whole Shabbos. Whereas over there, they were talking about the Rabbanan said, you renounce your house to the Chatzar, but you haven't renounced your house to the house. So two different things. Amr Bacha Barchan Amr Sheshis. Ketanoi. He says, it's actually a Machlokas Tanam. It is a Machlokas Tanam. What? Mishan Asim Rishuso. Vahotzi. We're going to have in the next mission on tomorrow's daf. Mishan Asim Rishuso. A person gave away renounced his Rishus. And then he used it. Vahotzi. Bein Bishogim Mezid. Whether he took on purpose. Bein Bishogim. He was a Shogim. He forgot. He didn't realize what he was doing. Or Mezid. He was amazing. We'll see. He was, he was effectively Michal Shabbos Bafresi because he couldn't, he wasn't allowed to carry it into the Chutzar anymore because he renounced his rights to it. Oser, Divra Meir. Meir says he asers. What does it mean he asers? Because he's effectively taken his rights back. He's taken his rights back. So therefore, he prohibits you from carrying in there. Because what happened over here? <clears throat> what happened over here was there was no Erev, right? So this guy renounced his rights so that you can carry. Let's say you're the other guy who lives there. Uh, well, what, well, he renounces rights, but now he's he's rescinded his re, he's rescinded his renunciation, right? That's what he's done here. Divra Meir, Yudomer, the Mezid Oser. If he does it on purpose, of course he asks because he rescinded. But Shogeg ain't an Oser. Shogeg, he didn't mean to do it, therefore he doesn't answer. My Labalkamifgi, the Marsa Mavatlan Chosim Vatlan, the Marsa Ain Vatlan Chosim Vatlan. One says is is that what you could be Mavatlan. It's not a hundred percent. In other words, one who says what. That uh, Bishogeg and the Maze, even Bishogeg, if you did it, he answers because you're Mavatal and you can take it back. It's not a, it's not a hundred percent renunciation. And the other one says, no, if you did it Bishogeg, it's not uh, Batal. The Chor that goes like it's a, once you're Mavatal, you can't get it back. The Chor goes like Shmuel. Everybody says you can't do it again. It doesn't go like Shmuel. You can't be Mavatal once you're Mavatal, you can't get it back. Over here, you see, if he did it the Mezid, Rashi explains as we're going to see also in Amad Aleph, uh, in tomorrow's stuff, we'll get there today maybe, that <clears throat> over here, he did it the Mezid, everybody agrees you can get it back because it's speaking about where you renounced it, but they didn't take possession of it yet. Notice you renounced it. So what is renounced? It's like you made it Hefker. But if you grabbed it back, so you grabbed it back. So where you did it the Mezid, everybody agrees it works. The question is, did we give a Knas on Shogigat to Mezid also and say, just like by Mezid, you can take it back by Shogeg also, because you weren't careful, you could take it back too, and therfore they constant all the people and they can't carry in that Rishus. 
So that's the question of the Kansas Shark got the Mason Mifli Marsov, the Kansas Shark got the Mason Marsov, the Kansas Shark got the Mason. You can't say <coughs> that according to uh, Reb Shimon, according to Rameyer rather, according to Rameyer, that Bain Bishog Bain Mason means that the Shogeg, uh, you can get it back. No, it's speaking about everybody agrees that, that if you're Mavatli Rishus, you can't get it back. But over here, it's speaking about everybody agrees with Mazid, you can take it back if they haven't taken possession of it yet. So, Bishogeg also, that's the question. Do we, do we constant Shogeg out to Mazid and say, even in a case where you weren't careful, if you didn't, if the other people didn't take possession of it first by putting their stuff out there and he took it back, you go to that case out to Mazid or not. Um, what we said before, Rav and Shmuel, Rav says that Mavatlam Chosim Vatlam and Shmuel says, Ain Chos, Ain Mavatlam Chosim Vatlam is exactly the Machlokas Rabbanan and Rabbanan. As we said, Rav will go like the Rabbanan that say what? That when you're Mavatl, it's not 100%. So if you're Mavatl, you're Chatzir, you didn't Mavatl your house. And uh, Shmuel, who says, because once you're mavatl, it's 100%. We'll go like Rebelezer, who says, you're mavatl, you're mavatl, your house too, because it's a total bitl, it's a total renunciation. So the different ways to learn here, so we have Machlokas, Rabbi Yochanan, and, and, um, and uh, Shmuel, about being mavatl, mavatl, but it's not necessarily the same as the Machlokas, mavatl, It could very well be like Rava. Rava holds like Rabbi Yochanan when it comes to, but when it comes to, uh, he goes like Shmuel because he says, otherwise you're making it a joke. You could you you're Mavatla for five minutes and he could take it back. But to the etza, to the basic idea over here, let's go back to the Mishnah. I'm back on Samach Aleph, where we said what? We said that if you're with a guy, you can't bittel doesn't work by a guy. If a Jew forgot to make an air, he can Mavatla his share to you. Let's say that you're the only two guys in the chutzpah. In that nice and simple case, we'll talk about complicated cases in the next few days, but. It's, let's say it's me and you in a chutz and we didn't make an A, or you can be vatli, you were to me. Nice and simple. But if it's a guy, can't do that, right? The rabbis don't want you to live with a guy, so they said don't do that. He has, you have to actually rent it from him. And since it might be difficult to rent it, maybe you'll come not to live with a guy. You know, it's better to stay away from the guy. That's what we saw in the Mishnah. Then the question, where Blazmiakov says, well, even if it's one guy and a Jew, they didn't make a there because it's unlikely that one, guy would, that one Jew would live with one guy because he's afraid that the guy will kill him. So the Xer is only when there's at least two Jews. So you need an Erev there, if you, and you can't make an Erev with the guy, so the only way is to rent it from the guy. And all the complicated cases, the guy came home, we had all that. Now, the end of the Mishnah said, when Malil said there was a story with Itztuki, Itztuki was a Jew who was a mummer, like a mummer, like a, he was an apikaris, he didn't believe in Tarsha Valpeh, and he lived with them, and he said, the father says, you can make an Erev with them too. That's what Malil said, you can make an Erev with them too, but make sure you grab it first. Because he were not the guy, the the tzuki could be mavatul shushus because he's a Jew. That's what Rebbe Gamliel said. They're Jews, and he was mavatul shushus. But you better go take hold of the chazir, uh, make a chazaka there before he take before he he's an Indian giver before he renounce he renounces his he, before he rescinds his renunciation before he takes it back. Then Rabbi Yudha said in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yudha says no. He, t- he what the Rebbe Gamliel's father told them was a little bit different. He says. Go do your stuff in the mummy now, until he takes out his stuff, because even after you make a chazaka, chazaka doesn't help. In other words, go take the stuff out on Shabbos, uh, before Shabbos starts. Because once Shabbos starts, according to the first version, according to, we'll see it's Rameyer's version, Rabbi Gamliel's father, or Rabbi Gamliel, the story was, told them, go make a chazaka in the field. Oh, the tzduki renounced, go take, go take possession now before he renounces. Uh, go take possession now, and then it's ours. 
you can make a chazaka. Rabbi Yudah says, no, it won't help to make a chazaka. Because if the guy takes a bed, if the tztuki takes a back, even on Shabbos, it won't help take a chazaka. So it's mashma that according to Rabbi Yudah, it, Rabbi Yudah agrees with Rameyer that it, according to Rabbi Gamliel, that a tztuki is not like a guy, he's like a Jew. But the problem is, the chazaka doesn't work with him. That's how we learn Rashi. That's how Rashi explained the Mishnah. And the Gemara will see a different version of, of, this, of what Rabbi Yudah is saying. Now, who mentioned anything about it? Stuki. We said that a guy, you can't, if you live with a guy, the guy asks you, you got to rent it from him. You can't make it, he can't be mavato. And then Ramulio starts talking about it. Stuki. Who mentioned anything about it? Stuki. Who mentioned anything about Stuki? The others, Ramulio says it's okay with it. Stuki. Why? Did the Tanakhama say that it's Stuki is like a guy? He says, yes. Chasur Mechsus, Misu Mishrach, Tari. Stuki Areo Kenachri. The, the Tanakhama says that it's Stuki is like a guy, meaning he can't be Mavatl. Bittel doesn't work with him. You have to rent from him. Ramulio, Lomer, Stuki, Eino Kenachri. No, he's a Jew. That was a story. Live with us. This is the story in the Mishnah. My father said, As soon as the Stuki renounced his share in the Chatzri, uh, he agreed to that. Take your stuff out. Until he takes his stuff out. In other words, try to beat him to the punch. Once he renounced it, quickly put your stuff out there so that you made a Chazaka before he did, and it'll work. Vatanya, this is a proof. The Brisa here gives a little bit of a version, a slightly different version. Vatanya, if you live with a guy, with a nachri, whether you live with a guy or a tztuki abaytusi, these were apikorsim, tztuki abaytusi, they were Jews. They answer. In other words, like we said, the Tanakhama says that a tztuki is like a, a guy. The story is slightly different. It doesn't say that his father told him, but it was Rimlil himself who told his family. told his sons, quickly take your stuff in and out. until this abomination, until this stuki comes. In other words, take possession before he rescinds his renunciation. That's what I'm telling you to do. I know this does work, except uh, you gotta you gotta take possession first. That's why we said before that if he if he on purpose rescinded his renunciation before you took possession, then it works for anybody, right? Anybody can rescind it because it's like Hefker and he can take it back. Now Rabbi Yudah says, he said a different lashon. He's saying, according to this, and the way Rashi explains it here in Amad Aleph, he's saying, in other words, it doesn't work. In other words, Rabbi Yehuda says, that Rabbi Yehuda is disagreeing with Rameyer's interpretation of the story of Gamaliel. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, no, the guy doesn't work. Now that we saw in Mishnah, the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda said, the guy's bittel works, but he can always take it back, even after you took possession. According to this, Rabbi Yehuda is saying, no, once it's Shabbos starts, it doesn't work. In other words, it doesn't work with the guy. With the with the the the, the apicarus, it's just like a guy. And unless you rented it from him, where you have a you know you have a rental agreement, and he can't take it back because you paid for it. He can always take it back. And, and, and not only can he take it back, it doesn't work. Unless you have a rental agreement, it doesn't work. That's what Rebuta is saying in the Brisa. So we'll see. There's a steer between the mission and the Brisa, the story of Rebuta. In our mission, we said Rebuta says it does work, but he could always take it back even after you made a chazaka. In the Brisa, Rebuta is saying, you know what? It doesn't work at all. With the, He's saying like the Tanakama, that a uh, tztuki is like a goy, 
and it doesn't work. So therefore, take care of your stuff before Shabbos. On Shabbos, you can't use it at all. Omar, let's understand here what happened in this story. Omar, the way the Bryce records Rameyer's version of Rameyer, in other words, what are you saying over here? He said, whatever, what Rumliel or Rumliel's father in the story of the Bryce's Rumliel said, take your stuff out quickly. Oh, the, the Stuki renounces his possession in the Chatzar. Quickly, take your stuff out and make a Chazaka there. Uh, before he comes and he makes a, uh, and he rescinds it by making a chazak himself. It's mashma, that if you take your stuff out first and then the Stuki takes it out, he doesn't answer you. Iva Tnan, the Mishnah, which we just quoted before an Amid Beis, it's going to be an Amid Beis of Samach Tesman Beis, Mishnah Asam Rishuso. If a guy gave his Rishus Vahutzi, and then he took, he gave his Rishus, he renounced his, his Rishus in the Chatzar, and then he took stuff out, Ben Bishag Ben Mezid, Oser Divra Meir, Meir says that he asks upon you. So what do you see? That he could take it back. So what does it help? What did Rabbi Muliel uh, told his kids? Quickly, take your stuff out so you'll take possession, right? Before he does, because if he does, <coughs> he can ask for you again. And as it won't work, so therefore make sure yours is first. But the Mishnah says that he, once he rescinded his uh, his uh, once he renounces his uh, possession in the chutzir, and then he still took stuff out of there. He does ask it upon you. It's mashma that he could uh, he can rescind his renunciation even after you took stuff there. So Rabbi Yosef says change the Mishnah. He can't do it once. Once you took possession, he can't answer you. Abai says no. The question is this. After the Stuki renounced his share of the Chatzar, did you take possession or not? So <laughs> the Mishnah says, Votsi Bemshek Mezid Oser, that's before. If you didn't take possession and he, and he went, after he renounced, he rescinded his renunciation by him taking possession, then he could take, he could take it back. But if you took it first, like Rumiel told his sons, make sure that you take possession before he renounces before he rescinds his renunciation by taking possession. He renounces his, his possession, but he might take it back. So by taking it back, he, so you have to be careful. That's what he means. So Malil said, told his kids, you go take possession before he takes it, possession back. Maybe he'll take it back. But the Mishnah, which says that he could take it back, is speaking about where you didn't take it back. If you didn't take it back, he gave his rishus, and right afterwards he took stuff out there. You, he he beat you to the punch, and therefore it's, that's how it works. Well, Tanya, we see this in this b'risa. The b'risa expands this. Achalo nasen rishus. Before a person gave Rishus, Hotzi Ben Mishag Ben Mezi Yachlavatol Diver Meir. Meir says, if he didn't take Rishus, even if he takes stuff out, the Mezid, meaning there was no Erev and and he and uh, at all, even the Mezid, even if he's a Mummer, because a Mezid means he's Mechal Shabbos. The Rabbi said you can't take from your house into the Chutzur without an Erev. Rashi says Yachlavatol, even though he's a Mummer, Mechal Shabbos he can vatel. Why? Because Meir went with the sheet to other of the way, way the simple shot in the story of Rumuliel, the way Meir's shot is in Rumuliel. That what? That even at Stuki, who's a Mummer, he's a he's a he's a Jew who is Mechal Shabbos b'Farhesia. He did it, but still he could make Bittel, and the Bittel works as long as he didn't take it back before you beat him. If he didn't beat you to the punch. If you beat him to the punch, it works. That's for Debra Meir. Rabbi Yudomer, Bishogig Yechalavatl. If he did, wasn't on purpose, if he didn't do it on purpose, he, by mistake, he took something out before, before he, he didn't rescind anything yet. There was no way here. If a Jew took it out, Bishogig, he could still make Bithel. He's not a Machal Shabbos professor. He's not a Mummer. But Mazid, if he's a Mazid, and Yechalavatl, the way Rashi learns, but Mazid and Yechalavatl, because he's a Mummer. And Rabbi Yudah holds, as we said in the Bryce, Rabbi Yudah holds that a Mummer, meaning a Stuki, a Baitusi, a, a Machal Shabbos professor, Bittel doesn't work with him. It doesn't work. You have to take anything out before Shabbos. Bittel doesn't work. That's Rabbi's opinion. Misha Nassim Rishuso. Let's say he gave his Rishus. 
Vahotzi, and he took stuff out. No, he gave it away. Vahotzi ben Mishak ben Mezid. Osid de Vermeer. Mayor says, well, as we said before, maybe your goes to show got to Mezid, but once he gave it away and he took stuff out, Rabbi Yudah says he asks it again, like we said, we quoted this before. If he, he asks if he took it back, stuff, he took it out. Why does this work? It works if he took it out. Oh, where does it work? Let me explain. Where, does, where can the guy take the guy, or the, the stuki in this case, where can he take back the, the, um, the possession of the chatzar? Only when you didn't beat him to the punch, when you didn't take possession. So even after he renounces his possession in the chatzar, he announced his rights. He took them back by, by, by making a claim, by taking stuff out there. But if the Tzduki renounced his share, and then the other people, the, the good Jews in the Mavi, took possession of it, he can't take it back anymore. That's Rameyer's opinion. Rashi explains this is all Rameyer, because Rameyer says that the bitl of Tzduki works. It works now. Is it with anybody else? Anybody could take it back if you. I, I, I'm not a stuki. I renounced it and I took it back by making a claim, by, by putting my stuff out there. I could renounce because you. I beat you. It's Hefker now and I took it back. That's Rameyer's opinion. Corn Yehuda, though, it doesn't work at all. Rosh dissolution of the Bryce to come Rabbiuda. Achlo Tefshach. Time Alabishim doesn't because Chazaka helps. Elmishim Ksavar. Harayu Kavik Chavim. And it doesn't work at all. So Corn Yehuda. When he says that uh, he says that it doesn't work at all for for a, a for a uh, for a stuki, a stuki is like a guy, and he can, bittel doesn't work at all. But Gabi Yisrael shabittel. If a regular Jew is mavatli, can remember the field of Yehuda Mahani Chazaka or Medvar Mum In other words, the Medvar Mum is saying over here is this: that when uh, uh, anybody who renounces his share in the chutzur, whether it's a Jew or a stuki, according to a mayor and according to a Yehuda, a Jew would also be included. You can renounce. And you could take it back if, if they didn't make, take possession first. You could, t- you could rescind your renunciation by putting your stuff out there. But once the other people took possession of it, then you can't rescind it and you can't take it back because they took possession of the chutzr. And that's what we mean over here. Mishnasim shus v'hotzi b'mishag mezid asers, according to a mayor and according to a Buddha also, it asers b'mezid. Why? Because they didn't take possession first. So he took it back by claiming it, by reclaiming it. He, it's like he was made at Hefker, and then he claimed it from Hefker before somebody else picked it up. But in the case where the other people took possession of it, they can't take it. But according to Yud and the Brisa, a Tzduki, that's going to be the real shot. That's tomorrow's discussion of a Tzduki. According to Yud and the Brisa, it's like the Chachamim, that a Tzduki is like a Goy and can't, Bithel doesn't work at all. And according to a mayor, a Tzduki is not like a Goy, and Bithel does help. However, He's Mavatlit, make sure that you took possession of, of the Chatzir before he went and took it back. Tomorrow's Daf is Daf Sachtes. We'll put that up on the podcast today, Mitzvah And on Sunday, we'll start from the top of Daf Ayin. The top of Daf Ayin on Sunday. Have a good Shabbos, everybody. Call to. Thank you very much. Call to. Good Shabbos. 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 Shabbos.